Robert Pattinson, I swear, is going through the similar Matthew McConaughey renaissance period of his career. For years now, that man has been, you know, a literal joke, including myself. I mean, I've never actually seen the Twilight movies because they look awful, and the clips, you know, you see him with his stupid pasty face, and I don't like Kristen Stewart. Oh, I never even took notice of that man. But from Good Time to The Lighthouse, and then he's got Tenant, and then he's got Batman coming up. I mean, if he nails the next two roles in Tenet and in Batman, I will be a fan of this man. He is a surprisingly good actor, and I cannot believe how much better he is than I thought he was. But of course, in this film, he's also starring alongside the talented Willem Dafoe. Now, I obviously love this man because of uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. However, sometimes I see him in movies and I just think he's phoning it in, like Aquaman. But when he wants to turn it on, he turns it on. And he is fantastic in this movie. And honestly, as much as I respect Robert Pattinson now as an actor, I still think that Willem Dafoe was the best actor in this movie. Which leads into stuff that I've seen about this movie on the internet in regards to people being very upset that it didn't win a single Oscar. Now, when you look at the cinematography, you go, yeah, that's Oscar-worthy. But do you honestly want to take the Oscar away from Roger Deakins? I don't think so. You look at Willem Dafoe, he didn't win an acting Oscar, but they didn't win Best Picture, they didn't win Best Director, but are you honestly going to tell me that you should have taken the Oscars that were won away from those other people to give it to them? I mean, yes, they deserved an Oscar. I don't think anyone would think that they didn't. However, that doesn't mean that other people don't also deserve an Oscar. Getting an Oscar, of course, has to do with talent, but it also has to do with how you push the movie onto the voting committee and do your little Oscar campaign. You also have to unbelievably just hope for dumb bloody luck. Perfect example would be the fact that the Shawshank Redemption didn't win any Oscars because it had to go up against Forrest Gump. However, you put out Shawshank in, I don't know, 2005. Well, I think it's going to beat Crash, don't you? So unfortunately for Robert Eggers, Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, and the cinematographer who I'm not actually familiar with, uh, his name's Jaron Blaschk. I don't know how to say his name, my, my apologies. I see that he's only done The Witch, which I actually didn't watch because I heard so many negative things about it. But after seeing The Lighthouse, I think people might be wrong about that movie and I'm going to go back and watch it. So unfortunately for them, they just basically put this movie out in the wrong year if they wanted to win anything. Now actually getting into the movie itself, like I said, the two central performances from Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe are phenomenal. The writing of this movie is also just an absolute surprise on how good it was. I saw the trailer and I saw, thought that they were going to be sort of basically relying on the atmosphere and the directing and the cinematography for the tension, which no doubt they obviously do use. However, the writing in this movie is surprisingly good. I actually had to put the subtitles on for the movie because I was missing so much dialogue and I had to restart the movie because they're speaking in this sort of, of this weird sort of time period on this New England island that they're on. And they almost speak like pirates, but they're not. It's very interesting the way that they speak, and I understand that Robert Eggers did a lot of sort of research in how to write the dialogue for this movie, and it was really worth it because it really sort of just created that deeper level of investment in the story because I felt like I was just somewhere else, and the whole experience was just so foreign to me. Uh, the directing in this movie is just, oh, between this and the cinematography, I think the directing is the standout. So sometimes with black and white movies, you just go, well, is it actually good? It's like, just because it's in black and white, the movie doesn't mean it's necessarily good. And what purpose are you doing it for in black and white? However, this isn't just some pretentious idiot doing a movie in black and white because, oh, it's so artistic. No, he's actually doing it because it makes sense. The film was shot on 35 millimeter black and white film and was shot in a 119 to one aspect ratio, which creates this really sort of creepy sense of claustrophobia. However, interestingly, even though it does do that, there are plenty of shots in which he actually makes the shot a wide shot, even though he's still using that aspect ratio. Like when he's outside and there's this scene where Robert Pattinson is with a wheelbarrow and he goes from one side of the frame towards the other. And the shot really is wide. So it was very interesting. I thought he was all just going to use close-ups and just make you feel claustrophobic this whole time. But he does do these actual wide sort of beautiful shots of the landscape and the uh, scenery. Now, without getting into spoilers, um, if you haven't watched the movie, watch it. I mean, please watch it. It's great. But without getting into spoilers, 
this film had a surprising supernatural aspect to the film. Now, what was real and what wasn't, you know, it's up for interpretation. Pretty much every aspect of the movie is up for interpretation, honestly. So anyone that tells you that they can explain it is they're just taking educated guesses. And some of, I've seen are better than others. One educated guess that I, the, my only problem with this movie, and it's not actually a problem, is the farting thing. So this is more of just a personal thing that I just dislike in movies. I do not like it as a form of comedy. And look, its sole purpose is not to provide comedic relief. I understand that. The most common explanation for the farting is the thing with the gas, and then there's a lighthouse, and it's how the gas lighting is occurring between Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. But I mean, that's not really that clever. That's really not that important to the story. That's also a bit on the nose, actually, if you think about it. This movie's a lot cleverer than gas light. And I don't think anyone watching this movie was under the impression that gaslighting wasn't occurring and this was somehow some hint into the fact that there was gaslighting occurring. I don't think it was actually important to the story at all and really just made me cringe every time it was on there. Because like I said, it's just a personal thing and I just hate it when any TV, any movie... For me personally, I just find it lazy and annoying and I don't care what higher purpose it serves if it's really not that deep and it really isn't that deep in this movie. But the gaslighting between the two characters or what you think might not be gaslighting because there is sort of ambiguity around what is gaslighting and whether Robert Pattinson really is just crazy or what is both, for example. So there's this one scene, again, this is in the trailer, I believe. So I'm not giving away spoilers. Willem Dafoe chases Robert Pattinson with an axe. However, at the end of it says that you were chasing him with an axe. So you think you know what's happened. However, you might not be because this film seems to be entirely through the perspective of Robert Pattinson's character. So it's entirely possible that that is not actually what occurred. But the main basic idea to the plot is that Willem Dafoe's character has some sort of weird relationship with the light up in the lighthouse and Robert Pattinson is not allowed to go up there. And then you see this develop throughout the movie and has just an unexpected twist at the end that really does screw with your mind and makes you want to instantly rewatch the movie again. But like I said, watch the movie. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's fantastic. And if you have seen the movie, let me know what you think the ending meant in the comments, but just put spoiler before so you don't spoil it for anybody. Because I'd love to know what people thought because I've had so many different ideas and what might be what, what might be this, that and the other. So let me know what you thought in the comments because I personally cannot honestly say that I can explain the ending and that is the definitive way to interpret the ending because I think the ending is up for a lot of different interpret interpretations. But this is just my theory. So if you haven't seen it, turn away now because I'm about to tell my theory on uh, one of the key aspects of the film. So they were both named Thomas and instantly when he tells him that that's actually his name, I instantly thought that maybe they're actually just the same person, and one of them is a projection of the other. Again, I'm not sure who would be who. Maybe Robert Pattinson is projecting Willem Dafoe because it's, the movie side seems to be from his perspective, but maybe it is the other way around. Um, however, I know the film is also loosely based on a real-life tragedy from, like, the 1800s or the 1700s or something, um, and about the disappearance of two lighthouse keepers who were actually both named Thomas. So I'm not sure if, in fact, that is the case, because, like I said, you know, it's highly confusing, and it could mean a whole bunch of different things. But either way, I love this movie, and I love thinking about what it all meant. I've seen it three times already, and I've changed my opinion on what stuff means almost every single time. So make sure if you do watch this movie, just watch it again and again and again. But almost every single aspect of this film was perfect. The filmmaking, just brilliant. So the directing, the cinematography, the writing, the acting, all of it was just impeccable. So absolute massive props to Robert Eggers, and I haven't seen a movie like this in recent that's been released in recent years anyway that has astounded me so much. It was just a, such an unexpected sort of pleasure to enjoy this film, not knowing much about it at all going in. Uh, overall, I'd give this film an A+. Absolutely brilliant movie. Please make sure you watch it. It only made 18 million at the box office, so movies like this go highly underappreciated, so please, please watch it. It is great. Uh, like the video if you liked it, dislike if you didn't like it. Comment below your thoughts and everything about this movie, because I'm very interested to hear what everyone thinks about it. Also, if you could subscribe, that'd help me a lot as well. Thanks a lot, guys, for watching. Bye.